Welcome back to Koei's Questions, where I question life, current events, and pretty much anything that doesn't make sense to me. While I try not to laugh at a unique way of viewing the world. I'm so glad y'all are hanging out with us again this week, because as we get into the holiday season, I know a huge topic on everyone's mind is the food. Or maybe it's just me. But still, we reached out to our official dietitian of Koei's Questions and brought her back on to find out some more about how to eat healthy during the holidays while not missing out on some of the best foods. So I didn't realize you were the official dietitian, but it's good to have you back. I'm I'm honored. Thank y'all so much for having me back for the second time. I can't wait to talk today. I do have to say you were the only person that tagged us beating me at the Oreo face challenge, though. So. Look, when I told y'all Oreos were my favorite food, or let's say my favorite sweet, I wasn't lying. They are my favorite. So I'm the master of all things Oreos. <laughs> especially eating them the way my new BFF Eric told me to. <laughs> I do hear that you eating them one at a time may have been an unfair advantage. How is that an unfair advantage? I want you to do that with an entire sleeve of Oreos. <laughs> I couldn't possibly. Same time. Don't, don't knock them over. I think over. you may take the win on that, the W. It'll just be a video of me eating the entire package of Oreos in like 10 minutes. Can we do that one next, please? Can we see that? Yes, because he never did the other one. So, Jay, you need to get on that. Well, the day I've had right now, I may go down to the store and buy an entire box of Oreos. There they may go. not make it tonight. Well, tag us on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of what I should be doing talking to a dietitian, but yeah. <laughs> the dietitian challenged me, so it's healthy, right? Something Maybe like just that. once. Science. <laughs> All right. So, Amanda, what kind of advice do you have for us on how to handle big meals that aren't necessarily the healthiest foods that are out there? So, I mean, if we're talking about holidays, um, I feel like that weighs on everybody's mind when this time of year comes around. We're thinking about all the delicious foods, the delicious smells, hanging out with our friends. I mean, food is really a social thing for us. So sometimes we can kind of stray away from the reason that we're eating more for the social factor. So what I mean by that is we don't really pay attention to something called mindful eating. So we get a little bit mindless. And we're not really paying attention to where we're hungry or not, but we're just kind of eating for, like I said, kind of like the, so the social environment. Making eating fun. The holidays. <laughs> yeah. What do we do to fix that so that we're not just eating because it's the social thing to do, but also still eating the good food? Because if you tell me not eating all the good food, I'm going to cry. No, I would never do that. We could, there's always room for everyone's favorite foods, but I really think um, the main topic of how to handle the holidays is moderation when it comes to food. And I know that's probably what everyone's heard. And they're like, okay, Amanda, you know, like moderation and everything, but it's really true. Um, we just have to kind of focus back on the, the basic principles of eating healthy, kind of like what we talked about in the last episode. A few really simple tips, focusing on those veggies. There's always going to be some sort of veggie. So that's the thing that we can focus on first and filling up our plate with. And then, of course, you know, using my plate to make sure that we're getting all the other beneficial nutrients. So maybe if there's some fruit, you can indulge in some fruit, getting some lean protein options like some um, lean turkey breast or 
uh, maybe even chicken, whatever your family likes to cook, or maybe even some lean beef options. And then some healthy carbohydrate options maybe you can think of last because I feel like that's where everyone kind of tips the bucket is maybe going overboard with the carbohydrate options. So things like stuffing or dressing, gravy, mashed potatoes, all that good stuff, right? So it's really just about keeping an eye on the portion sizes of those things and maybe focusing in a little bit more on the veggies if you can. Okay. All I heard was plates full of steak. I don't even think I said that at all. <laughs> I heard, heard something in there about vegetables. I think you're pronouncing steak wrong, but it's okay. Oh, sorry about that, but I don't think I did. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of steak, so so what are the healthiest holiday foods other than steak? The healthiest holiday foods? Yeah, like for Thanksgiving, like your common stuff that you have at Thanksgiving or Christmas or both. Some of the healthiest holiday foods, again, might be maybe like some lean turkey options. So, of course, Thanksgiving, it's, you know, everything centered around that wonderful, juicy turkey. So um, lean turkey, like turkey breast, is going to be a little bit lower in fat, lower in calorie than maybe like the darker meat options like legs or thighs. Um, so that could be maybe like a good choice or a good swap that you can make. My family always has a lot of veggies during Thanksgiving as well. So things like green peas, um, green bean casserole. Um, maybe even some corn and potatoes can still be included in a really healthy diet. Um, it's the things that we put on our food sometimes that makes it a little bit more indulgent and unhealthy, such as butter, sour cream, bacon bits, cheese, those kinds of things. Maybe we can limit a little bit and be more conscious and mindful of. So you're saying the sweet potato is good. The pile of marshmallows on top of it, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely and it's okay to have that little bit of marshmallow I think a lot of the times whenever we're eating around the holidays we also need to be sure to give ourselves a little bit of grace um, it's definitely okay to have those foods that you love um, but maybe just recognizing that those are the foods that are going to be higher in sugars higher in fats uh, might contribute towards you know a surplus of calories at the end of the day, if we're still trying to watch our weight or maintain our health. I think if we're a little bit more mindful about those things, we'll be able to control our caloric intake a little bit better and still be able to enjoy those foods that we truly love. Okay. So now that we have a little better idea of the healthiest holiday foods, what are the worst foods that we could possibly eat over the holidays? And where can I find them? Okay. <laughs> so I always... <laughs> I feel like we touched on this question just a little bit last time too. So if I give you the same answer, it's for a reason. I don't like to classify foods as good and bad. There's no bad foods. There's no, you know, foods that are completely off limits. Like I said, unless, you know, you're allergic to them, then we might want to stay away from those because that could lead to something way more catastrophic. But there's no essentially bad foods. There's those foods that are higher in sugar, maybe lower in nutrients. So those are what I call my energy dense foods. So don't really have a lot of vitamins, minerals, fiber, all the stuff that really fuels our body and supports our overall health. Again, there's just not really bad foods. It's just those foods that you have to recognize that maybe you want to have them in smaller portions and eat them slower, chew them slower, you know, take a bite, put your fork down in between, really enjoy that food and, and kind of make it last a little bit longer so it's more satisfying. Um, so it could be, you know, for you, Courtney, maybe it is the the sweet potato pie or apple pie, maybe even sometimes, you know, homemade cranberry sauce with a bunch of sugar in it can be more of an indulgent food for you, whatever your favorites uh, are. Yeah. 
it for sure is not the homemade cranberry sauce. I'll tell you that. Okay, that might have worked out <laughs> as like a subconscious favorite of mine. So I'm learning that she's never watched you eat. She's definitely never seen me eat. I heard put the fork down. I'm like, am I done? <laughs> so that's so interesting that you bring it up because I mean, we typically don't put our utensils down whenever we're eating. And that's what I really like to kind of talk about with more mindful eating. It's about slowing things down, enjoying your food a little bit more, the taste, the texture. um, And that kind of allows more time for our food to settle and digest. So I don't know about y'all, but during Thanksgiving, we're waiting all day for that big meal, right? And when that big meal comes, we fill our plate to the brim And we shovel it in as fast as we can. How do y'all normally feel sitting on the couch watching football 30 minutes later? Accomplished. Okay, that's actually a really interesting response. And and if it's just 30 minutes later, I'm probably still eating. Wow. Okay, so you may be just maybe an outlier, um, Jay. What about you, Courtney? I'm kind of (laughs) weird, too. I don't pile my plate full because I don't... (laughs) Shut up, Jay. I don't like when my food touches... (laughs) Um, yep, you and my dad. So I have a little, it takes me a little longer because I have to have that nice little, you know, divider in between all my food. Okay. We'll get you one of those little compartmented plates. That way your food. Shut up, I have one. Those are (laughs) I I had a feeling. I like those a lot, actually, because it kind of helps visualize that my plate image. But so my point with that is, and actually, Courtney, you kind of bring up a good point, too. So you said you normally, your eating is not really that fast. So 30 minutes later, you're probably feeling fine. You're rooting on your favorite team. But for most people, they're eating so fast and shoveling that food down that they didn't allow time for the signal to be sent to their brain, which is an actual hormone, um, to let them know that they're full, that they don't need any more food, that their stomach's at capacity. So typically by that time, we're feeling miserable, overstuffed, maybe even sick and nauseous. Um, because we weren't really that mindful about eating because we were so hungry and the food was delicious. So mindful eating can really help slow things down, allow time for that signal to be sent so we can really be in tune with those hunger and satisfaction cues again. Okay. I want to eat so much right now. (laughs) Talking about food, story of my life. I talk (laughs) about food all day and I'm constantly hungry. But you have the (laughs) self-control. And all your pictures on Instagram all the time for your Instagram stories, all this beautiful, brightly colored, healthy food. Yes, today my plate happened to be extremely comfortable, colorful. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't easy to hold plates, so maybe it was comfortable. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So you mentioned eating more vegetables and stuff. Is that kind of a, like, undercover dietitian trick on how that we can outsmart the buffet of food in front of us? Absolutely. Eating more vegetables is not only good because of the nutrient content. And I know I've touched on that so many times. I mean, they're so dense in vitamins, minerals, fiber, antioxidants to fight off those free radicals in our body. But I mentioned one really particular thing, fiber. So that is a dietitian's really, you know, sneaky tip for all meals. Because remember, fiber takes longer to break down in your stomach. So it's a lot more satiating. So that means it just makes us feel fuller for longer. So we can definitely outsmart the buffet by making sure that we can seek out the veggie options first. That should always be our main focus at each meal is getting as many veggies and a wide variety and colorful veggies um, as we can. 
So seeking out that first is going to really benefit us in the long run, not only, you know, with having a more nutrient dense meal, but maybe a lower calorie meal as well. Besides the vegetables, or maybe it would be just vegetables would be the higher fiber foods and stuff for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Not only veggies, but fruit is also um, a really great source of fiber. So we can seek out some fruit options as well. Um, I know cranberries are a really um, popular food around Christmas time, uh, maybe even some spiced pears or apples. Um, but also we can include plenty of whole grain, whole grains like brown rice, um, whole wheat bread, maybe even some complex carbohydrate choices like potatoes, corn, beans. Those are some really great options with some fiber as well. What? Um, okay, I've never heard of spiced pears, but they sound fabulous. So do you have a recipe for this that you can give to me and all our listeners? Yes, absolutely. Yes, you take pears, you sprinkle them with spice, and then you eat them. You know what, Jay? To be honest, I know you were kind of being sarcastic with that, but it's really not far off from that at all. Yeah. Yeah, but Jay would be like putting cayenne pepper or something. Like, here you go. Whoa, I've had spiced pears. Thank you. Jeez. (laughs) I can maybe even throw out there maybe like a mulled wine recipe too for moderate moderate drinkers. Uh, Jay, I know your light bulb just went off (laughs) talking about wine. Yes. I'm sorry, you said something about moderation, and I, I was like, what? Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jay, wasn't your first question, see? how do I not be fat? You can't just ignore all her advice. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you say something about advice? <laughs> hmm. I don't ignore all of her advice. I mean, he did say he's been eating at Burger King less, too, so I'll give him credit for that. I have been better about that. There you go. Eating more at home. That's awesome. Ha ha. Look at that. I got a compliment from a dietitian. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now we just need a personal brewmaster and I think we'll have this all set. Oh yeah. That would be cool. Oh, wait, wait. Are we talking about brewing coffee or brewing beer? Yes. <laughs> Both. Coffee beer. Everyday coffee beer. Oh, there you go. Two and one. Caffeinated beer. That might be an idea. That That is a thing. Ugh. There is coffee beers. All right. So this is advice I probably need for more than just the whole <laughs> taste. But can you do anything to balance out eating more sweet treats? Like if I change the way I eat before or after the holidays, will that help? Or is it just a matter of not eating for hours on Thanksgiving? I see. Um, So I would never recommend doing any drastic changes with your diet if you maybe like feel some guilt about maybe eating too many sweets in one day. But there are some things that we can do to be a little bit more conscious about kind of staying somewhat on the right track. But But the best thing that you can do, and this is what I tell all of my patients as well, if you have a nutritional goal, um, the best thing that you can do is just continue working at it. Because what happens with most people is they give up. So they say, oh, you know, I had X amount of cookies or slices of cake today. I might as well just, you know, continue on with what I'm doing and continue eating the way that I am. But the best thing that you can do is just pick right back up the next day. You don't have to restrict yourself. Um, You don't have to eliminate, you know, any foods that you think are quote unquote bad for you. Just pick back up the next day um, with your overall, you know, healthy 
eating routine. So plenty of fruits and vegetables, whatever you may be doing. Um, and don't forget about physical activity, you know, so maybe going for, you know, a 10 or 20 minute walk after eating dinner can really help you kind of keep your track on goals and help you stay focused, especially if you know you've been eating maybe a little bit more sweets than normal because it's the holiday season. That is something that my family does. We'll eat Thanksgiving and then we hang out and everything. And when it gets dark, we go to this park where they have all these Christmas lights and you walk through and everything. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool family tradition, too, because then you get to look at all the awesome lights and you're getting some good steps in as well. I was going to say, what if I just sit on the far end from the buffet? So I have to get my steps in to and from the buffet. Well, I would say that that is, you know, somewhat of a positive. You are getting a little bit more steps. So I think you're thinking on the right track. That was the nicest way to say no, Jay. That's not what she's talking about that I have ever heard. (laughs) I don't even walk the long way when I go back the fifth time. Hey, you know, some people may park their car at the farthest end of the parking lot to get more steps. Or some people may take the stairs versus the elevator. So I would say it definitely all counts. Just be at Golden Corral doing lunges. I'm doing this so I can eat it. <laughs> lunges on your way to get your next plate. Um, If you do that, Jay, can you please get that videotaped for our Instagram? Because I'm sure everyone listening would love to see that. Are you kidding? Do Golden Corral still exist? Yes. <laughs> they do. And they okay. have steak on the buffet. All you can eat steak. Do they? I wasn't sure if like maybe this was just like my like um like my dietitian blinders were on or something because I don't really think about going to eat at buffets. <laughs> but I really—it's the most amazing there. thing. <laughs> a cow eats all the vegetables I need and then turns into a delicious steak. We talked about this last time. It doesn't quite work that way for if you're talking <laughs> about steak being all that you need. And this is why you keep coming back. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having me back. (laughs) So when you were talking about the ways to like balance out eating more sweets, you said just go back to eating the healthy way that you have been eating the next day and everything. What about the people who think it's a good idea? Like, oh, I'm going to eat at a large dinner tonight. So let me just skip lunch today. Is that a good thing or no? I would say absolutely not. I advocate the most for not skipping meals. And the number one reason I do is because I bring it back to the, again, the core principles of why we eat. We eat to nourish our bodies. So if we skip a meal, we're skipping an opportunity to really include plenty of those nourishing foods, help us feel well throughout the day. But we have to always remember, you know, food, food is our energy as well. So if we're skipping a meal, we're kind of skipping an opportunity to make sure we're adequately fueled throughout the day with um, energizing foods such as, you know, rich carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, um, fruits and vegetables that can provide us with some energy too. So if we're saving up all for that meal, we're probably super hungry by that time, which means our eyes are going to be a little bit bigger than our stomach. And we're going to have portion sizes that are way too large and way more than our stomach can handle. So that's going to lead us to overeating. So I think that, you know, skipping meals is a little bit worse off. You know, it kind of does more damage for us than if we just ate moderately throughout the day. Hmm. Hmm. So I should stop doing this. That's what I heard. (laughs) That question may or may not have been pointed at, Jay. I had a feeling. But I also was like, eyes bigger than my stomach? No, no. This boy can eat. Well, 
hope, hopefully, I mean, you kind of just ratted yourself out by, by saying that I had no idea that you were a meal skipper. Mm, well, sometimes out of, I don't know if necessity, but sometimes it's just, I am stuck at a place and there's no food here and I will eat when I get done. Have you considered um, on your days off maybe meal prepping and having something available so you don't have to skip meals? I'm pretty sure she asked you this last time. Too. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm laughing because Courtney's laughing. I feel attacked. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't feel attacked. That is legit like me being a dietitian and trying to give you some options. I've definitely thought about it, and I'm pretty sure one day I did like i'm gonna make food and i left it in the fridge okay so if that is happening to you constantly then set a reminder on your phone being like don't forget your lunch today you need to eat and you deserve nutrients at lunch that's a little pep talk that's a really long reminder yeah it's a long reminder but you can you can type all in i know i should just let courtney know then she'll call me and be like why haven't you taken your food yet i'm sorry i am not your mother don't put this burden on her (laughs) <laughs> I know she won't forget. If it gives her a chance to come at me, you know, hashtag defend Jay, she will remind Listen, me. I just remind you, I just remind you about stuff that has to do with the podcast, okay? Not the rest of life. She'll call me at two o'clock in the morning. Also, if it makes you if it makes you feel better, Jay, Amanda gets on to me about not eating breakfast too. That is a fact. I have done that before in the past, yes. Which I did eat breakfast today, by the way. I did not. Yes. What was it? Do you mind sharing? <sighs> I mean, it was nothing fancy. I had a bowl of kicks, but it was still good. Kicks are still around? Yes, and I love them. Shut the front door. Oh, my goodness. I am starving now. I'm so hungry right now. All One right. Well, that's a good start. I like that. So, Courtney, thank you for eating breakfast today. I hope you felt better after doing that. I mean, I did a little bit. Yay! <laughs> That's going to be my new tagline. Jay, making Courtney look good since forever. I mean, you're not wrong. Hey, you can go with that. Wow. Having a co-host is like an angry spouse you've never actually married. Um, this is good content. I could just listen. This is pretty much, we should just, I, I tried to get her to do one. I just wanted to like, let's just do an episode. We'll talk and see where it goes. Absolutely not. Yeah. And there it is. Absolutely not. I'm like, it'd be a live episode. It'd be super fun. Just let it go. Com- completely shutting that idea down. You know, speaking of ideas, um, I just like can't help myself since I have it right here next to me. We were talking about sweets a little bit earlier. I thought you were going to say steak. Nope. I know it starts with an S, but no, I was going <laughs> Not in that direction. <laughs> so there can always be maybe some like alternatives to the sweets. So you can kind of check off that sweets craving that you have. I always, I don't know if I talked about this last time. You can just shut me down if I did. But I always keep some dark chocolate on hand in my house. Like if I'm having a super bad sweets craving and I'm like, okay, need something right now. What's sweet, but also can nourish my body. And I know not a lot of people think that way. But if you have the knowledge, maybe keeping like a square of dark chocolate could be helpful to kind of watch your calories. You're adding in a bunch of what we call phytonutrients, so flavanols, those antioxidants basically. But we have to be careful 
because if we eat the whole chocolate bar, then that's going to do more harm than good when it comes to the flavanols. <laughs> but um, yeah, that'll just be a lot of extra calories. But I always recommend keeping it on hand and maybe keeping, you know, dark chocolate that's at least 70% cacao or higher on hand. So maybe, maybe it'll kind of be like a good swap if you were craving something sweet to kind of reach for that instead of a piece of cake or whatever holiday favorite that you have. So not a half gallon of ice cream at two in the morning? That's precisely what I'm saying. Man, I'm bad <laughs> at this dieting thing. Healthy. It's not even healthy about weekend. dieting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's about a healthy lifestyle. It's Because uh, dieting, remember, diet is such a short-term thing. We, we make a lot of restrictions. We do it for a certain period of time. And then typically we fall back into old habits. When whether it be gaining back the weight or whatever your goals are, I'm kind of just getting off track. So we're making changes for the long run, maintain our health for forever, for the rest of our life. I'm bad at all of that. Is it because you just need to, you know, maybe work on enforcing some of the tips that we talk about? I don't like where this is going. <laughs> as soon as I heard Courtney, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. But answer her question. You have her answer uh -oh. yours. You answer hers. Look. Oh, you got super quiet. I figured you're just laying in the grass waiting for the attack to happen. Um, <laughs> I promise you, I will never attack you. Just your choices. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I think a lot of it's just, I don't know. I don't think it's ever been a conscious, I should not do this or I should do more of this. Like, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Okay. I mean, that's understandable. There are definitely a lot of things that I need to do better. Look, small changes really help in the long run. I think... When a lot of people, especially like the first time they have a consult with me, I make sure to tell them like, look, I'm throwing a lot of information at you today. It's super overwhelming. You don't have to go out there tomorrow and be like perfect nutrition guru. Um, it's about the small changes that you make. So maybe like you, you're used to eating dessert seven days out of the week. Well, start out with eating dessert, you know, six days of the week. And, and that could be a really great accomplishment and then work your way down. So kind of slowly climbing that ladder so it's not as overwhelming. All right, I don't eat dessert six days a week, but I think I'm going to work up to that goal so I can work myself back down. Okay, that is not what I said. Lord have mercy, Jay. You need to get your ears checked because you clearly do not listen. Or maybe we've been talking about food and all I can think about right now is eating anything in front of me. How about you go grab a piece of dark chocolate? That's what I have next to me right now. Ooh, like 96%. That's my favorite. Yes. So good. this may be a surprise to you ladies, but I don't think men generally carry dark chocolate in the house. Um, um I'm pretty okay. sure my dad does, and I'm pretty sure he's a man. For everybody listening right now, please tweet, send an Instagram message on your story if you are a male with dark chocolate in your house, because we need to see it. Oh my goodness. I love it when Instagram proves Jay wrong. Yes. Okay. Okay, the reason I say that is, like, I remember having chocolate in the house, like dark chocolate in the house when it was not just me. So I'm actually, I am actually honestly curious now that if it's more of, like, maybe the ladies in the world are like, I keep dark chocolate on hand. And men are like, dark chocolate? I got some dark beer. Okay, well, that'd be an interesting, you know, thing to see. Maybe I'll just... Please tag us at Coey's Questions on all the platforms. <laughs> And let yeah. us know. Hashtag <laughs> Courtney's already waiting for this to blow up in my face. I'm seriously about to just do like a pre 
you know, figuring this out. I'm going to ask it on Instagram when we get off of here We just want to see the stats. That's all. Maybe I am the weirdo that doesn't keep dark chocolate in the house. Wouldn't that be interesting? I'm the only one. (laughs) Hmm. I mean, why do you say dark chocolate? Like, oh, I don't keep dark chocolate in the house. Do you keep any chocolate in the house, Jay? Uh, well, I mean, I have before. Like, I had some for s'mores. But again, and that may be another thing, too, because, like, having kids in the house this time of year, graham crackers and okay. Hershey's. I was about like, to Like, chocolate bars show up a lot, yeah. I feel like it's a lot less common for someone to have s'mores ingredients in their homes than a bar of dark chocolate. <laughs> maybe that's just me but you have children so you made a very solid you know i know i had to hashtag defend jay before courtney jumped me there you go also though his children are girls so his excuse on not having chocolate in the house is well yeah again again i would be willing to bet in a short time when they're a little older that dark chocolate may be a thing so only say i feel like you're trying to trying to say something here (laughs) i'm not saying anything you obviously already don't know or you wouldn't have said that but there may have been a reason i kept dark chocolate in the house at one point in my life (laughs) hint it wasn't for me um well we can't talk about what it was for because she likes to report our podcast so next question (laughs) you didn't have to attribute that to anything or anybody i'm just saying the ladies of the world may be more prone to dark chocolate i don't know just got real (laughs) anyway that's the word we're all looking for right now anyway No, the word I'm looking for right now is steak. And if I could figure out how to get one delivered right now, it'd be on its way. Lord have mercy. Oh my God, Uber Eats can deliver me steak. Hey, can we focus on the podcast for a little bit? Thanks. Absolutely. So now introducing Jay's steak podcast. Welcome to the special episode all about Jay and his (laughs) stomach. You see how I brought it home there? I brought them all together. And don't worry, I'll order you a steak too. Because hashtag not Courtney. Used. I can just tell. I just feel that vibe. <laughs> I'm not. A oh, if she gets quiet, she's uh, looking for a butcher yeah. knife. Oh my goodness! I just got it. I just have to get our friend to teach me how to throw that butcher knife, and I'll be great. Hmm. Remind me to stay the hell away from you. <laughs> I'm gonna make you walk before a metal detector before I even talk to you anymore. Wait, is it an axe throwing one? Because that's just kind of what it reminded me of. He's a professional knife thrower. That's awesome. And he just filmed a movie and everything. So they have like a real life movie star. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's 10 times cooler than a dietitian. Whatever. (laughs) Oh my God. You should throw knives into food. Okay. I need to step up my game clearly. Yes. (laughs) You should eat less of this and just throw a knife out of nowhere. I was like, what the hell? I'm loving this for a possible like video podcast or maybe like a go live with the dietitian content. Yes. Can we go can we go live with you sometime and watch you do that? I could do that. Oh, 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 <laughs> now she wants to go live. I'm not talking about a live podcast. I'm talking about like on Instagram, go live together. Yeah. I don't quite know what that is. You lost me. What? I don't know this okay. I have like. He refuses to get on the gram. About to call it the Instagram, just like you call it the we. I just can't. 
I couldn't help myself. I couldn't. I'm eating the worst possible food just to spite the both of you. I'm an avid Cody's Questions listener, so I I had to bring it up. And you too can listen to this hate live. Well, not live, but every day. Rewind it. Listen to it again. Hashtag defense. But you didn't answer her question. Were you about to call it the Instagram? I think I just called it the Instagram, didn't I? I said I don't do the Instagram well. That whole thing, I just, I don't know. Oh, God. I can send messages. I forgot you could even send messages on there. DMs. I That, that has a whole connotation. I'm not getting into that. But yes, yes, there is direct <laughs> messaging. Um, I'm surprised you know what that stands for, though, honestly. After calling well, it the Instagram. I knew it was direct. <laughs> the direct messaging. <laughs> okay, I will Hashtag defend so Jay. You can call it the gram, but you can't call it the Instagram. What if I just call it Insta? Okay, acceptable. Is that what cool kids call it? I really don't know because I'm not no. one of them. <laughs> so we're out there. Live, what was the, what was the term again? Live something from the on the gram. Going going live. Li- oh, that's what it was. Going live together. How do you go live together? So listen, you know how there's the Instagram stories. Uh, yes. The little circles with the color around them, and you click on them, and it's like a big thing pops up. Mm. <clears throat> totally not grabbing my phone to look at it right now because I have no idea how you're talking about. Okay. The thing Amanda just put up that said she was recording with us right now. That was a story. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Normally lasts for 24 hours and then goes away forever. Okay. No? Okay, I see the one with your mug. You're talking about a little circle and stuff. Okay, so when you go to post a story, there's an option to go live, and you can, like, live videotape yourself talking and stuff, and you can go live with another person, and it pops up on theirs, too. I feel like we need to go live one of these interviews, like, all three of us while we're interviewing. I think we need to do that next time, for sure. Do it. Yes. On the list. Oh, there's, oh, it's a slider for live. So then I guess I can just hit it and then just. Jay's about to go live right now. <laughs> I am not in a position to go live right now. No, I am. Oh my goodness. That would be the worst 30 seconds of Instagram ever. And back to food. <laughs> Might get a follower though. So what is some other like super top secret dietitian yes. advice you have for all of us on how to rock the holidays? But still enjoy the good food a lot of the times during the holidays we like to go to potlucks right y'all have been to potlucks maybe with your family friends co-workers things like that right oh yeah okay mm-hmm. so super common um events that we can go to so one of the tricks that i have is if i'm going to a potluck and i don't know what kind of dishes are going to be there um or if there's going to be any healthy options you could always, you know, bring a healthy option with you to the potluck. So maybe that could be your item that you contribute, whether it be like a mixed salad or maybe something, you know, that focuses on a vegetable. So, you know, you at least have something nutrient dense on your plate, but still be able to try, you know, everybody else's dishes in small amounts um, as well. So kind of moderation being key um, with potlucks. What do y'all think about that? 
I will happily go to all the potlucks and sample all the That's things in moderation. Jade, when she answers questions, you just like turn your ears off or how does that work? <laughs> I'm so hungry. Let Jay eat. Is this another hashtag? No, I he's trying to steal funny. my hashtag. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm not trying to steal your hashtag, but she started talking about potlucks and like, you know, just eat a little bit of this. And then I'm like, imagining in my head just a plate full of food. I'm like, oh, I miss potlucks. I'm so <laughs> Well, they are really common during the holidays. So I definitely wanted to kind of touch on that and maybe come up with a couple of tips. You know, another thing that we can do before going to a holiday event where, we're, where we know there's going to be a lot of foods and maybe not the healthiest of options. Um, maybe having a little something before you go to that event. So we're not as hungry when we get there. So we're less likely to indulge or maybe overindulge on some of those dishes. So, you know, maybe having like a somewhat of a healthier meal where, you know, you have some veggies, some good lean protein, complex carbs. And when you arrive to the event, we're not just like dying to eat everything in sight, or we're not just like diving into all of the energy dense options there, such as maybe sweets and things like that. So that could be another good tip to include. I like that. That trick works great for the grocery store too. Oh my gosh, you ain't lying. Impulse <laughs> buys. Don't ever shop when you're hungry. Never. You'll you'll walk in there with a grocery list and walk out of there with nothing on your grocery list and everything else. So <laughs> and nothing in your bank account either. <laughs> Very true. You will have ice cream and probably some lunchables. Yes. So that's actually And maybe they're shaped like Texas. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Another tip that I have um for kind of managing the holidays and managing all the things that come with it we have to talk about alcohol a little bit right oh man (laughs) hey this is not a stab at you again you're kind of riding yourself out so (laughs) i died myself out months ago yeah i guess that's true for our first interview but yeah you know we overindulge a little bit with alcohol um over the holidays and sometimes we tend to forget that alcohol has calories um, alcohol has seven calories per gram. So we need to be really careful with how much alcohol we consume. So moderation really is key with that as well. I love red wine. So maybe choosing options that can benefit us. So red wine has resveratrol, which is a really great heart healthy antioxidant that we can consume, but again, in moderation. So if we drink the whole bottle, not really that beneficial for us. There's more you know, disadvantages to drinking a whole bottle of red wine than drinking a glass. So Yeah, moderation with alcohol can really contribute towards excess calories and add to that like calorie surplus, which might cause weight gain. So being careful with that. Would it maybe be like a, what are are they called? Life hacks? We're going to go with life hacks. We're going to dietitian life hack to maybe at the big meal, drink water instead of some sort of soda or something like that to maybe even out that extra piece of pie yeah you you know staying hydrated is always really important especially during the winter time whenever it's less hot outside we don't really get that um feeling of thirst so i think that drinking a glass of water can really especially i'll also kind of answer your question here in a second but it can really help slow down alcohol intake so maybe drinking water in between drinks would be a good idea but courtney yes Drinking plenty of water throughout the day can really help with managing our blood sugars as well. So if we know we are going to have that slice of pie later, definitely making sure that we're drinking plenty of water, not only at dinner, but throughout the day as well can be beneficial. Okay. I'm just thinking about pre-gaming a buffet with a lot of water. So you're not as hungry. That That's 
not at all what I was asking, Jay. I was saying maybe you should replace the soda you drink at your meal with water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually, I, I guess I didn't really understand what you were saying too. So yeah, you could definitely save a lot of calories by making that swap if you knew that you were going to maybe choose your sweet later instead of having both. So yes, absolutely a good one. <laughs> I was telling Jay that was not at all. You answered my question too in there. Oh, I was okay. just telling Jay. Mean to me? I see. Also, not to circle back too much, but the whole eating a little something before you go to a buffet and eating before you go grocery shopping, before you decide to talk about food for an hour, you should probably eat. Jay, from what Courtney told me, you're located um, in central time zone, right? So yes. it's 7.33 p.m. Why haven't you eaten dinner yet? Well, if it makes you any happier, I ate lunch today at 3.30 p.m. Ah. So everything's a little offset. And I think that's another big problem with my diet, my eating habits that, I don't know, my my schedule varies greatly day to day. And I think that does not help. There's no routine to it a lot of days. Oh. Yeah, that can be a really big struggle. Um, I, I, I also talk to a lot of my patients that have that same issue. You know, they their schedule may be different every day, or maybe they have the exact opposite schedule and they work nights or something like that. So they're like, Amanda, how do I eat? I heard you're not supposed to eat after, you know, a certain time each night. And I'm like, well, you know, everybody has a different schedule. So you just kind of have to see what works for you. So on the days that you know that maybe you're not going to be able to eat lunch at noon, maybe you just have to kind of switch it up a little bit and make sure that whenever you do have your lunch, whatever time it may be, not going more than like four to five hours between meals. So maybe scheduling your dinner accordingly after that. So I see what you're saying. And I need to start eating breakfast. And you need to start eating breakfast. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lunch. <laughs> that too. See, I, I just can't win. I stopped eating at Burger King for lunch and now I just don't have time to eat. <laughs> oh, is that the excuse that you're going with? <laughs> I think it is. He <laughs> picked a story and he's sticking with it. It was worth a shot, right? I think Courtney's already diamond me out. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I think you are doing plenty of diamond yourself out, actually. yeah, yeah. It's like food confession. (laughs) (laughs) Forgive me, dietitian, for I ate an entire sleeve of Oreos again. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, I, I get dietitian confessions all the time in my patient consults as well, and they... Sometimes it can go either way. Sometimes they will just like, it'll be like food vomit. They'll just, you know, tell me everything that they had. And they're like, oh my God, I ate this, this, and this, and that. Or sometimes they'll tell me that they ate like this perfect meal, like throughout the day and their labs might show something different. And I'm like, okay, I'm glad to hear that. But is this true? Are you telling me the truth that this is how you ate? So it can be really hard to distinguish sometimes. Oh my goodness. Did you have some other holiday eating advice for us? I don't remember if I interrupted you when you had some for us or not. I have been throwing out the tips. Let me see if there was anything else that I wanted to talk about today. I tried to make myself some notes here. If anybody likes to do a lot of baking during the holidays, I know that I really want to kind of get into more baking because I recently got a KitchenAid mixer. Ooh, fancy. Uh, Yes. I'm so excited about it. So I really would like to get into some baking. And I know my husband's a little bit afraid whenever I do start getting into baking because he knows I like to make really healthful swaps. So what I mean by that is sometimes, you know, instead of using 
butter, I might use maybe like applesauce. And I know that sounds crazy, but you're saving yourself so many calories and you're saving yourself from consuming too many saturated fats by making that swap. And applesauce is still really great and really sweet. And it may give it a little bit different, you know, of a texture whenever it comes out, but it's super fun to experiment with. And there's all kinds of like these helpful swaps that you can make. Like if you Google like, um, you know, healthful recipe swaps or what can I use instead of butter, then so many things will come up. So it's kind of fun to play around with in ways that you can maybe decrease some added calories and some unhealthful um, parts about the sweets that you typically eat during the holidays and trying something new. Does applesauce change the taste of whatever you're baking? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to change the taste a little bit. It's going to change the texture. So it's not going to be exactly the same of what you were used to. So I would I would recommend don't anticipate it's going to taste exactly the same and be like exactly like the sweet that you remember. But it's going to be different and it's still going to be really delicious. And you maybe feel a little bit better about eating it because it's got some healthful nutrients in it versus maybe too much energy. I have so many questions. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's pretty cool too. So could you like bake a cake using applesauce instead of butter? Yeah, you definitely could. What? Now, okay. Remember. I feel like you're messing with me right now. No. Definitely not messing with you. It's not going to come out looking like the cake that you think. It's going to be somewhat different, but there's still going to be the same aspects to that cake. So for example, um, you can, you're still going to use maybe like flour and sugar, but you're going to just make a few swaps to where you're decreasing maybe some of those saturated fats, some of those calories. Also, another healthy swap that you could incorporate into your cooking is maybe instead of using all white flour, you can incorporate some whole wheat flour. So you're adding a little bit of fiber into your dish. So that's another healthy swap that you can try. So what's what's the exchange rate here on the on the butter trade? Is it by weight for the butter for applesauce? Is it by volume? Do you just tip that's a jar in there and let it go? No. So that's something that you would have to look up for recipe. We will put that in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, I, I would have to look that up and give you maybe some examples. Cause you just totally blew my mind. Like that's fundamentally earth shaking. Be like, yeah, replace yeah. your steak with a I, I, banana sprinkled with cinnamon, but it tastes just like steak. Kind of what? No, <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Just like butter and applesauce. It doesn't. So it seems really counterintuitive to me. I don't know. Maybe I should try it. Have you ever seen like on, and I follow a lot of nutrition gurus on Instagram, but there is, um, there is like a three ingredient banana pancake recipe. I'm trying to look it up for y'all right now, actually to talk about it. Cause I thought since this was blowing your mind so much that you might be interested Jay in trying. I'm literally um, going to start to death before the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not. Hey, it's about this whole cool banana pan it's amazing it tastes delicious but you can't have it but if she tells you how to make it then you can have it yeah in like four hours <laughs> i gotta go to the store i gotta make it then i gotta eat it okay so i just looked up this recipe online for a five ingredient banana pancake so all that's in it is bananas, baking powder, vanilla extract, eggs, and this one calls for coconut flour. You could also do like almond flour or kind of maybe try out 
a few different things. So there's still a few items in it, but I've even seen banana pancakes where there's like no flour pancakes. So pretty interesting stuff. I mean, it would be interesting. There's a whole song about banana pancakes. <laughs> yes, Jack Johnson. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh my goodness. That song will also be in the show notes. <laughs> it's probably down the dark chocolate aisle that I never seem to go to. So along with your eating a sleeve of Oreos, please just do it while listening to Jack Johnson banana pancakes. That's also another task of yours. Yes, absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, help me find the song. I mean, I'll do it. I have literally like no shame. It's not going to hurt my feelings at all. I just don't know where to find this song. I got or you. What I have to do to play a song on I Instagram. I got you. You know what you can do is go on your stories on Instagram and you can put music to your story. And I bet you Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson is in that list. Uh, hey, Courtney, I think you can help me find that. And figure <laughs> that out. I can help you with that. And I will happily eat a sleeve of Oreos and then watch the fallout when our local dietitians like really <laughs> because we want to see if you really can do it in 10 minutes like you said you could oh oh you do want, okay you do one in 10 minutes okay 10 All minutes right. for a whole sleeve of oreos i feel like that's actually a pretty good amount of time wait are you going to be dipping them in milk or are you twisting them off oh <laughs> no <laughs> science <laughs> Is there a preferred method for this gluttony? I don't know what you want. I would say if you're allowed 10 minutes, you cannot dip them in milk because that substantially decreases, you know, the Oreo's texture. It makes it a lot softer, so it'd be easier to consume. So I would say you cannot do that. Or I'll just open up the entire top of the Oreos, all three sleeves, and just soak them in milk and just eat them all at once. You know what? You got to be careful. They get too mushy too quick, though. All this talk about a dietitian, I kind of actually feel some sadness right now that I should be promoting this and I really should not be promoting you to eat a whole sleeve of Oreos. There's so many calories Whoa. and bad unhealthy fats in them and sugar. It's okay. So. The next thing I However, post will if be If you are going to do it, she would appreciate it to be able to see it on Instagram. <laughs> not saying you should, but if you do, Instagram it. <laughs> Exactly. That's, <laughs> not saying I told you to do it. I'm saying we should definitely proceed with caution. Uh, yes, yes. And it'll be the video of what not to do when trying to eat healthy for the holidays. <laughs> right. Right. And then I just got to talk Courtney into going to Golden Corral with me so I can, you know, lunge out a plate full of steak. You know, I'm, like, still, not con- I'm still not convinced that they're still around. I might have to look this up. They are definitely still around. There's definitely one, I don't know, probably 10 minutes from the house. I'm looking it up right now. If there's even one near me. They're definitely still there. You better be careful what you wish for, Jay, or you may get a field trip. Yes, let's do a field trip to see all the terrible eating habits I have so I can get chastised in real time by both of you. Look, I don't want to be viewed as a hated dietitian on the show. I want to be viewed as a loved dietitian. You are. You are our official dietitian. Jay is the only one that has any opinions, and that's because he refuses to listen to your advice. I see. No, I'm not hating. I'm not hating. I just know I'm unhealthy, and I accept that I need to get better. Okay, well, I'm always here for you and for your advice if you ever need it. 
I just need to find a way to get a steak that counts as a vegetable. So maybe maybe a better dry rub that has more vegetables Lord in it. Lord have mercy. Can you just eat some vegetables with your steak? Covered in onions and mushrooms. Thank you. <gasps> yes, that's exactly Perfect. what I was going to say. I never said you could never have steak. You're making it like... Grilled peppers smothered all over the steak. Perfect. Throw some onions on it. Throw some mushrooms. Let's load that plate up with veggies. And then, yeah, definitely incorporate some lean steak. And then it's like an Easter egg hunt. I have to eat the vegetables to find the steak. If that's, if that's what does it for you, then I'm I'm for it. Christmas came early. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney's judging so hard right now. That's why she's quiet. <laughs> I'm just letting you talk. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. You're letting me dig my own hole. I've learned this. This is how it goes. There's a there's an offhand comment like Jay has his opinions, or Jay has opinions, and then there's silence, which is the stewing, and then she's gonna come up with something really really great here in a second. I'm waiting for it. I feel like we need to make a defend me hashtag because damn Jay, like I didn't do any of that. <laughs> or it won't be on the air, but it will happen. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, did you have more questions about food? Where can I find some? Um, Jay. Th- there needs to be a warning, like, before you listen to the show, like, right in the beginning. Hi, you're about to talk about food for an hour. If you're hungry, I suggest you eat. Well, that would be hmm. what eating healthy during the holidays as the title of the show means. Right, yeah. but I wasn't prepared. I thought I was, but I wasn't. Well, whose fault is that, Jay? You're a grown man. <laughs> I just want some dark chocolate. I never thought I'd be judged so much for not having dark chocolate in the house. And by the way, I love how, you know, the Instagram is dark chocolate in your house. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's for girls. Not yay, nay, which would have been, yeah. Yay or Jay's an asshole. That's what the other answer is. Is this already up on Instagram? Yeah, I'm just taking a a pre-quiz here. Yes, it is. It will go up the week that this airs, yes, too. Can't wait. Hashtag DaVinci. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about sweets with food, but I, I feel like we haven't really talked a lot about maybe some other aspects of what might come along, basically, with eating in the holidays. And that's our salt intake. A lot of these, you know, a lot of these foods can be pretty high in sodium. And um, mm. we have to really be careful with our blood pressure because... Sometimes having high blood pressure doesn't mean that you'll necessarily feel sick or feel unwell. So making sure that you are aware of your blood pressure and making sure that you're checking it is really important. Um, But watching our sodium intake is going to really help with that. So focus on some really awesome fall and winter flavors to flavor up your food without using a bunch of salt. Um, A few of my favorites are going to be things like cloves, pumpkin spice which is like yes i was waiting for that one <laughs> um maybe things like cinnamon those are some really awesome fall flavors to include uh with your food so you don't have bland food but you're still kind of keeping that sodium intake in check sugars too i'm basic af go pumpkin spice holler love pumpkin spice one of my faves all spice is a great one too so I don't Jay, know after was... all of the hate that you have had on pumpkin spice since September, 
I don't hate pumpkin spice. You're going to sit here now and say, go pumpkin spice your basic? I fucking love pumpkin. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice. I, I do like it. There goes the non-cussing. <laughs> did I say it? Yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, edit, edit that out. Edit that out. No, I, I do like pumpkin spice. I do. I just never understood why it's like October 1st comes out and Starbucks is like, hey, guys, we got pumpkin spice. Well, fun fact, October 1st is National Pumpkin Spice Day. No way. It is. It's also National How to Know Your Friends Are Basic Day. Coming from the guy who loves all things pumpkin spice. I would like to know, though, who... (laughs) I'm basic. Who made the decision (laughs) that loving pumpkin spice means you're basic, though? Like, who decided that? People like Jay. Oh, <laughs> what's he got to be mean? Yeah. I don't know who decided that. I don't. I don't know. I know it's become like a meme, and it's been a oh, haha! Look at these girls and their UGGs and their yeah. sweater vests and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I guess I'm. I guess I'm proud and basic. Like whatever. I like pumpkin spice. I. I'll admit. I said it again. Han Solo season. Oh. <gasps> Maybe the sweaters and the vests have to do with the fact that people are eating more around the holidays. They're trying to hide it. Or it could have to do with the colder weather. Just saying. What if Mm. they're wearing sweater Mm -hmm. vests? Then they're definitely eating healthy. (laughs) They're probably shoving extra sweets in those riding boots. Mm. Riding boots? Have you not seen the Okay, so you know how like (laughs) four years ago it was in style to wear skinny jeans with like the fake riding boots? Well, because Jay's from Indiana and their style's a good four years behind everywhere else, he thinks that's in style now. It's probably. It's coming back to me. I understand now. Okay, yes. Okay, so it's a little bit different for me. Like when I think of riding boots, like I think of like actual boots that I ride in because I ride horses. So I, I don't think about the trendy riding boots. And I think that's something that honestly made me a little bit mad when I saw that trend come in because I was like, oh, Hmm. I was like, you ride horses too, or or no, no, just me. They ride the Starbucks line. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I have some cute riding boots, but I don't wear them when I ride. But you do ride horses. Hey, hey. I do, but I have some pretty cowboy boots for that. (laughs) Hey, hey, you know what's great? You know my cowboy boots that you love to thrash on every now and again? No. I broke them in on a horse. By the way, terrible idea. But I can honestly say those have been ridden a few times. And that was nice. the first thing they ever did. Cowboy J. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Cowboy J. Please get pictures of this up on Instagram as well of you on a horse. We have no pictures of Jay as it is because he refuses to do it's anything. It's a mystery. I'm pretty sure that everybody thinks that I'm just like talking to my imaginary friend Jay. <laughs> well, if he's an imaginary friend to you, then he's an imaginary friend to everybody because we all hear him. Okay, well that that helps my my story out a little bit, I guess. <laughs> we need This is your conscience and you're all in trouble. We need pictures of both of y'all on there more, especially you Jay cuz Courtney is on the Instagram. I know. I know. She's all over the gram. And, especially uh, for someone who hates social media, I'm extra on there. <laughs> anyway, can you bring your focus back to food, Jay? I'm trying to give a good foodie question. 
Ooh, ooh. I don't know if we cover this. Let's hear it. Is it is there a significant like health nutrition difference between say like store bought pumpkin pie and homemade pumpkin pie? And I just don't mean just those two. I mean like in general, if it's store bought versus homemade. Are you talking about pumpkin pie filling or the actual pie? I think I'm thinking of the filling. Although I think it's hard to find people who make it from the pumpkin. Okay. So, I mean, if you buy pumpkin pie filling that's already maybe like um, sweetened, then yeah, there could be significant nutritional differences versus if you make it from scratch at home and you're maybe putting less sugar in it. So definite possibility, but need more information. Are there any foods that stand out to you that are very much so that you want to get this homemade and not from the store because getting it from the store is over sweetened and just generally not healthy? I would say any sweet really that you're kind of thinking of. So you're kind of along those lines, like maybe pies, um, cookies, candies, cakes, things like that. If you make them at home, one. You can watch your sugar um, content of them. So maybe you don't put in as much or maybe you make a healthy substitute such as maybe doing stevia versus sugar. um, Or you can try the awesome new substitutes that we talked about today, such as using applesauce or bananas versus, you know, butter, margarine or whatever. So there, there are definitely ways that maybe you could modify those sweets a little bit at home to make them a little bit lower in calories, a little bit more nutrient dense versus buying them in the store. And you can't control how much sugar and fats that they put in that product. Also, homemade tastes better. Absolutely, it does. I was thinking, how do I make homemade Oreos? Oh, can you also do that? Task number three? <laughs> make homemade Oreos? Yeah. <laughs> A video of me making homemade Oreos and then smashing the entire box? You could honestly do all three of those tasks in one. So you make the homemade Oreos and then you eat a whole row of your homemade Oreos in under 10 minutes, not dipping them in milk while listening to Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson. Boom. Easy day. (laughs) (laughs) Two days later. So why are you feeling sick to your stomach? No reason. reason. (laughs) Make healthier Oreos. Hmm. Challenge. Use dark chocolate. Ooh. I feel like I'm just gonna, never going to mention dark chocolate again. Ever. Well, Oreos have chocolate, so use dark chocolate when you make it. I was trying to help you out. Hmm. We have learned a lot in this episode. We have. <laughs> I'm probably going to be in hiding after this. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so if somebody, I know you touched on this a little bit earlier, but if somebody maybe eats all the sweet potatoes... With all the sugar <laughs> and cinnamon and delicious Courtney. marshmallows on top. I'm mm. telling you, I eat them. They're good. Mm-hmm. And eats a whole bunch of ham and maybe some stuff, like veggies too, but not the healthiest. Should they feel guilty that they didn't eat the healthiest? Or should they just be like, you know what? Life happens. Let's move on and start eating healthy again. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> yeah. So definitely um, the second part of your answer is what mm. I would recommend going with. Never feel guilty about the foods that you eat. Cause like I said, all foods have a place, um, for you and your diet and it's okay to have those things on occasion. We should never feel guilt about having something. We should be like, you know what? I enjoyed that food. It made me feel really good because it's one of my favorites. And no, I may not have filled half of my plate with veggies, but that's okay. Cause I feel really good. I had a great time and I'm just going to pick back up tomorrow. 
So yeah, it's, it's definitely okay. We're all going to have those days that we don't eat perfect and that's completely fine. Cause no one hashtag no guilt. Say again. I said, and go for a walk afterwards too, right? Yes. You can, you could also do that. That would actually, I mean, that's going to stimulate digestion. So if that kind of helps make you feel a little bit more positive, then absolutely I'm all for it. And how else will I get back to the buffet? Well, while you're getting back to the buffet, Jay, I'll be walking around looking at the Christmas lights. Yeah. I'll look at the Christmas lights. I'll walk around the windows of the golden crown on my way back to the steak. And vegetables, of course. Hmm. <laughs> He's learned nothing. <laughs> It was so nice having you here with us again today, answering our questions. I know Thanksgiving is Thursday, so everybody's very excited about that. And I am. Jay's excited about the buffet. We know that. I'm going to eat so much. Oh, my goodness. But it was great having you with us again. (laughs) Thank you all so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate being back. It's been a lot of fun. All right. And for everybody listening, thanks for hanging out while we talked about Jay's obsession with steak. I didn't talk about beer this time. Jay thinking that no man has dark chocolate. So again, the men that have dark chocolate, please, at Coey's Questions on all the platforms. And if you have any questions as well, go ahead and send them to us on our website and we can see if we can get them to Amanda to get answered. Coey'sQuestions.com slash eating for the holidays. And since you enjoyed hanging out with us and listening to me get berated. I didn't say, I just said I don't have dark chocolate here. But don't forget to subscribe. Give us that fifth star. Hashtag DefendJ. Give us a great review. And hopefully I'm not the only one who just doesn't have dark chocolate. And we'll be back next Tuesday to hang out, question everything, and maybe learn something along the way.